Oh, hey! Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! Time travelers, welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner, and me, Hunter Martin. Uh, Becca, do you know what day it is today when we're recording this? August twenty fifth. Cheetah Girls Come two, on. y'all. Cheetah Girls two, guys. On the day of this recording, we are celebrating the fifteenth anniversary of one of the greatest decoms of all time. Definitely the greatest Cheetah Girls movie of all time. Yes. Cheetah Girls 2 premiered 15 years ago today. 15. Can you believe that? No. Hannah Montana, High School Musical, and Cheetah Girls 2 all premiered in the, in the same year. Ugh. They were firing on all cannons, baby. They were. Kenny. 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 Right. If you would like a deep dive into Kenny Ortega, our, what was it, second, third episode? I think it's our fifth episode. Fifth episode, we did a deep dive into Kenny Ortega, and he had, he directed Cheetah Girls 2, and also dipped his toes in a bunch of other Disney products. Yes. Love the observation of Mickey having to come knock on his door and go, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. (laughs) Yes, he knew, Mickey knew exactly what he wanted. Um, What is your favorite Cheetah Girls 2 song? I have the, uh, I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion. I just don't think it's usually people's number one, but it's strut for me. I think that's a very popular opinion. I feel, I know people think that's like a great song, but among people that I know, I hear um, the duet between, oh God, what's her name? The blonde girl and the Spanish boy, I I hear the most. See, when I think it's not my favorite song, from Cheetah Girls 2, but Strut, I would say, is when you think of Cheetah Girls 2, you think of Strut. Yours is Party's Just Begun, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, which is also a good choice. It also, I, I think so. It's a great way to start a movie. It is. Just, that just and High School Street. Me- that and High School Musical 2 really start off really strong. Yes. Like, they, they're taking no prisoners, so. Kenny, Kenny sequels, he just needs to get, he knows right. what you, he knows you know what you're here for. Yeah, exactly. I'm here to have a good time and shake my rump. <laughs> uh, so congratulations, Cheetah Girls 2. Here's to 15 more. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, well, mate. Cheers. All right. Well, here's to 15 more. Like in 10 years, it's going to be like, Cheetah Girls 2 has gone missing. <laughs> no one can find it. No one can find it. I wonder what's the next big decom that's going to celebrate its 15-year anniversary. Probably High School Musical too. But that'll be that'll be next year. That'll be next year. But oh we're getting old. Oh, I'm old. Anyway. Um so shall we get into some Disney 411 news? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Disney 411. We're gonna start this story with probably the biggest Disney star. It's all about the mouse. Mickey. Mouse. So Disney will lose the rights to Mickey Mouse in 2024, and one company is swooping in. So the copyright for Walt Disney's 1928 cartoon Steamboat Willie, you know, the black and white, and he's 
yeah. sailing the boat, the of whistling, which introduced the world to Mickey Mouse, is set to expire and, and enter the public domain in three years. That means like anyone can buy him. Yeah. So the rights would include Mickey Mouse that we saw in that film, which is different from other iterations of the character as time progressed. So not the Mickey Mouse like at Disney World with the suit and tie, but just that Steamboat Willie incarnation. But Disney avoided this happening earlier. They lobbied Congress to lengthen the number of years that copyrights can be held in 1988. The law ended up being called the the Copyright Term Extension Act, but has also received the name the Mickey Mouse Protection Act. <laughs> so in two, so in 2024, if your wallets are big enough, you can own the rights to Mickey Mouse and do what you want. Well, that, that Mickey, that Mickey Mouse, that Mickey, but that is the first Mickey. Yeah. And it looks like our Mickey. I mean, it's but I mean, everybody knows that's Mickey. Like everybody is aware of it. Right, what, but you, you know. said one company is swooping in. Who's swooping in? So there's this one company that it's called the I don't know how to pronounce this company, but MSCHF has launched the X Famous Mouse. The company's ad copy doesn't call the token Mickey Mouse or uses uses is its exact imagery for now, but it's a placeholder for the iconic character and comes with a unique ticking clock so it's just yeah so people are already deciding what they want to do with the mouse so if you had and you know disney is very very like stingy when it comes to other people using their images yeah for characters and stuff remember that story about a hospital who had mickey and winnie the pooh and disney princesses and they sued them Disney sued them. They're like, take Mickey off that hospital for kids. Yeah, but they never sued the people that made Escape from Tomorrow, which is very interesting. Right. Priorities. So, do you think you do you think your wallet's big enough to buy the rights to Mickey Mouse? Nar. Nar. Mida. No, no, no. Five dollars. Right. I'm wondering how much Steamboat Willie is going to be. I know. Surely. I don't know. Surely Disney has the money to keep him around. I guess but we'll see what happens. We'll see in 2024. All right. Next story. Selena Gomez is clarifying her comments, saying she signed her life away to Disney. Oh, so this is kind of a follow-up story. Yeah. We reported on a couple weeks ago. So she's listening. Hey, Selena, how are you? She was like, this one podcast talked about me. There are 186 on the film and television list in Egypt. And I just wanted to clarify my comments. Clarify. So in a recent interview, she clarified by saying, by the way, I'm beyond proud of the work that I did with Disney as well. It kind of shaped who I am in a way. She went on to, to say that her previous comment was said in a joking manner and a very joking tone, but the headlines made it very um, not joking. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, she also added that she was very lucky while on the Wizards of Waverly playset, saying she was taken care of, had lovely experiences, and is very grateful. Who showed That's up at her it. door? <laughs> Do you think someone showed up at her door and was like, hey, you need to... You need to... You need to clarify those comments. It's Mickey. He's like, hey, we're about to be like... Steamboat Willie's about to make an exit, stage right, but we need 
we need you to like stand firm with us. Come on. So you can sleep well at night knowing that Selena Gomez loved being on Wizards of Waverly Place. I know you were having trouble with that. I was. I was tossing and turning all week. Tossing and turning. Well, don't toss anymore, okay? Promise. Promise. All right. I'll try. Okay. We are flying through these. There's a lot to get to. (laughs) Okay, next story. Christy Carlson Romano explains why she doesn't talk to even Stevens co-star Shia LaBeouf. So this is kind of another follow-up story we reported a couple weeks ago. So Christy Carlson Romano has our YouTube channel and she's just been uploading videos, kind of taking us behind the curtain of her career. And so this video was in detail about why she doesn't talk to Shia LaBeouf anymore. And so she went on to say that she's very honored that people still think that they keep in touch and it makes her feel like they did a really good job acting like their brother and sister. But in reality, she said it wasn't like that at all. Mm. They said, although the two were close in contact filming every day, she didn't know the hardships that her co-star were facing because she was wrapped in her own life. And that she noted that her frustrations with her co-star came to a head after LaBeouf won a 2003 daytime Emmy for Outstanding Performer in a Children's Series. And basically, when he won, he thanked everyone who was there that night and did not mention her. She also acknowledged her own career as being a catalyst for her feelings, explaining how in later years she couldn't bring herself to watch any of his films and that she felt uh, jilted by the fact he was becoming a Hollywood star while she chose to go to college. But she also went on to say that he was so smart and so funny as a young kid. They just didn't, I think it was just, they were cool on set, but that was probably the extent of it. Yeah, and I guess she didn't know that she was going to be in the right many, many years later on that issue. Yeah, and she closed the video saying that, I don't know him anymore. We weren't really that close anyway. She was, and she she went on a lot in the video because I watched it because, duh. (laughs) She went on to say that she... Looking back, she wishes that they had a more close relationship. And she says that there will always just be that kind of bond when you work with someone for that long. And in that that space, that only a certain percentage of people in the population know that. And that if they saw each other on the street, they would have an instant connection. And she said a couple years ago, her husband actually ran into Shia LaBeouf. He was like, hey, I'm Christie's husband he's like oh tell my sis i said hey and yeah and then she wishes him well in the video and that's the extent of it and now thinking about it does any of this surprise you no i'm just honestly i'm just seething christy is releasing a video tomorrow the day after we record called how i lost all my disney channel money and i'm like i want to know now and the icon is a is a mickey mouse logo with money engulfed in flames <laughs> and like a picture of her being like uh-oh <laughs> um but you said none of this surprises you that she hasn't kept in touch no no me either kind of think of it the only disney channel stars that i think are really like close-knit are ashley tisdale and vanessa hudgens yeah They're the only ones that come to mind remember that video i sent becca a video of ashley tisdale being interviewed and the interviewer brought up the fact that her and Brenda Song had babies around the same time. And 
Ashley was like, yeah, it's really great. It just uh, says, well, uh, it just shows how we are in our lives. I don't talk to her anymore, but she said it like, hey, just to make sure we don't talk anymore. Yeah. And was like, oh, is there bad blood? And Ashley's like, no, it's just, we don't talk. Life moves on. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, it, I wasn't surprised with anything she said in the video. No. But it's making waves, so we have to report back. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't going to report about it. I was going to report about it, let's be honest. But now it's like really making it's on like everywhere. But Chrissy knows what's gonna get the uh get the internet talking. Yeah. This is the second thing from her YouTube channel that has now gone viral like this. I do miss her cooking videos. Yeah, but she probably needs to make some more money. Mm. Um, well, those are all these stories I brought today, but Becca, you said you had a story to share. I do. It's also sort of an update story. So this I is just did... the updates. I know these it is updates. One story, this is the updates. So a couple weeks ago, I mentioned that Olivia Rodrigo's sour merch was finally getting delivered to all the people who had pre-ordered it, and it was not what anyone was expecting. Yes. Um, specifically, she had these t-shirts that said, I want it to be like messy. And they were supposed to, I don't know why they said that, because I don't know if she says that on the album or not, but I, they were supposed to be like this light wash, like lavender kind of washed out faded vintage style. Mm -hmm. And they showed up and they were like bright purple, like everybody was comparing them to summer camp t-shirts. Oh. And everybody was really disappointed. That is the only merch item so far that has been addressed by the team. And a bunch of people got emails that were like, sorry, like we know that these shirts were a disappointment. You'll be receiving a new shirt shortly. So this one girl did an update of the new shirt that they sent out and it's basically just black. (gasps) So it's still not what anybody ordered. (laughs) That's so weird. Yeah. She opened it and was like, um, I mean, I guess this is better. And everybody was like, no, send it back. Like it's not. Also today it has come up that Olivia Rodrigo's lawyers are giving Paramore writing credits. I saw that. How do you feel about that? A big Paramore fan. I am 1000% positive. A lot of people have been trying to come for Haley Williams this morning because they think it's a her decision. Let me just Uh say, Haley Williams does not like that song. She wrote it when she was 17. She's now 30. Oh, she doesn't like Misery Business. No. I thought you were saying Um, she doesn't like Good For You. I was like, oh, geez. No, I don't know what she thinks about that. But in 2018, the last time they played a show, she was like, this is going to be the last time we play this song for a while. So they've essentially retired Misery Business. And... The person that she co-wrote Mystery Business with, Josh Farrow, is someone who is no longer in the band that she does not associate herself with. So oh. everybody was like, why would she want to be getting money with somebody else she doesn't like off a song she doesn't like? Like, yeah. it's clearly a move by Olivia Rodrigo's team to, like, cover her ass. Mm-hmm. Because Cause... a lot of people notice the similarities, but that is, a lot of people were like, ew, Haley Williams is suing, which is, like, not true. Yeah, there wasn't even a, it was just, like, reported that now they get writing credit yeah which is because i remember there was a tiktok that someone made a mashup and it went super viral Mm -hmm. the guy even was interviewed on the radio about it yeah they are very similar i think the chord progression might be the same yeah the the very similar interesting it is interesting so a little bit a little bit of a mess from olivia rodrigo's legal team yeah, well. 
And then I think everybody has been like, Olivia, say something about the merch. And she was like, brutal music video is out. So <laughs> Stream it. And maybe my merch will get better. Well, those are some good stories. A lot of follow-up. So you can tell your friends at the water cooler about all those. They'll Everyone be like, listening. hey, you got to start listening to this podcast because in 2024, they'll tell us what happens with Mickey Mouse. Exactly. We, we're not going to give you an update <laughs> about Mickey Mouse until 2024 so that's going to keep everyone listening <laughs> all right so in transitioning to something else what we're really here to talk about what we're really here to talk about we're back 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 again with the last uh last episode of Aww. back to school month oh yeah yeah and this is the only episode that is actually titled first day of first day school <laughs> Is it first day of school or first it's day of first high day school? It's first day of high school, but it's yeah. first day of school is like the end Yes, of yes, exactly what Becca said. This is our last entry in our back to school month. We have Lizzie McGuire, Build a Future, Hannah Montana, and we're closing it off with season three, episode, t- episode 10 of The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, first day of high school. It aired August 26th, 2007. At the time of this recording, tomorrow. Whoa! It's today's the 25th. That's crazy. So, it's very point blank. This is about Zach and Cody on their first day of high school. And London. Well, London went to the 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 Catholic school with Maddie. Remember? Not anymore. Well, not anymore. So this is her first day in public high school. So yes. which the way that London was like. Like she couldn't say public school, and then she was like, "Ew, there's scary people there." That was how I felt about public school going into public school from private school as a child. When did you go from private to public? The middle of seventh grade. Oh, the middle? Yeah, like middle of the year. Mm. But I had been because I went to like an a private Christian school that is like kind of in an uppity area of town a lot of the parents had been telling us all of our lives like, oh, well, you don't want to go to public school because everyone is pregnant and they all have daycares for the the pregnant kids to bring their babies to school. And you're like, sign me up. No, we were like, ew, that's I need someone to take care of me. (laughs) You're like, ooh, is there a nap time there? No, like literally seeing her being like, I was like, yeah, that's exactly like how I felt. I was public school from birth. Yeah, I kind of wish that I had been sometimes. I mean, you entered seventh grade. It's not like you missed a lot. No, and it wasn't even like a culture shock. I just got there and was like, oh, this is better. Yeah. And we moved on. Right, exactly. Um, I also have to point out that this is uh, season three, like I said. And there's a key character missing in this episode. Maddie. Maddie, played by Ashley Tisdale, obviously. Is she's not in this gone episode. For how many episodes did you say? So during this season, she was also shooting High School Musical Two, mm-hmm. so she had a good reason for missing. Uh, she was absent eleven episodes out of the twenty-two. So exactly half of the season. Yeah, she was gone for half the season. So taking her place because London needs someone in her storyline mm-hmm. is Nia, Nia, Nia Mosby. I'm assuming. Yeah, Mr. Mosby's niece. Which I remember watching this as a kid, loving her character. I thought her character was great. She's fun, yeah. And I remember thinking when they announced the Sweet Life on Deck, 
because this is the last season of the sweet life mm-hmm. and i think like the last episode of the sweet life aired and before that they were already running commercials for the spinoff yeah and i remember thinking why isn't nia mr mosby's niece who we already know also in the spinoff i i thought that was a missed opportunity i know is having her having her character around more she's a very interesting she's an interesting foil to london in a completely different way than maddie as a foil to london yes exactly like they're both middle class but nia is like loud and will be like london you are a, a fool yeah she'll the way maddie and nia are different like you said is maddie plays into how london acts to get her to do some stuff sometimes but Nia's like, no, that's stupid. This is what we're gonna yeah. do. Nia doesn't yeah. take Nia does not take any crap. Maddie goes along for the ride. And Nia's yes. like, no, that's not what we're doing. Nia um, is in this storyline allegedly like working at the candy counter because she got kicked out of her last school for getting in too many fights, I think. Yes. And so she's all it's also her first day of school. And at she this gets in a school. fight. Nia actually appeared in seven episodes of this season. Who was in the other like five? I don't remember. Was I it Millicent? Were, wait, the, the really nervous girl? Yes. Yes, I think so. Millicent! But then I think there were episodes where they were just, they they just weren't at the candy counter. Yeah. It was just gone. They didn't, so. um, So, yeah, there's Mr. Mosby explains that London has to go to the school, the same as Nia. And so she's like, oh boy. And then we cut to Zach and Cody entering the school and they're all excited for two different reasons. Zach is excited for the girls and Cody is excited for the extracurricular activities. Yes. And then these remember their so their friend Bob is also there. There's a lot of recurring characters in this episode. A lot of like There's, the side was that side little characters. kid, I don't remember what the kid's name is. I don't oh, either, but he was in more than this. Okay, yeah. There's a small child who approaches Cody and is like I want to be a nerd. I'm tired of being a bad boy. And I was like, in no sense of the word is this child a bad boy. Right. This child and is a crisp 4'8". So a lot maybe of... Maybe 8 pounds. So Zach and Cody's friends, who are also in high school, their their plot is they want to reinvent themselves now that they're from middle school to high school. Yeah. So did you, was that ever a thought in your mind? Being like, okay, I'm going to a new school high school i'm going to try to do something different not high school i did do that for college though Mm -hmm. i got to college and was like i'm gonna be the girl that is so weird that everybody just wants to be my friend because i will just do anything (laughs) and that lasted about a week and a half i remember i remember thinking like what if i went to college and just spoke in a british accent and just didn't tell anything because i i I went out of state for college. So literally no one knew me. So I could have done, I should have taken, it went sideways for me my first semester of college. So I didn't have the mental capacity to do that. (laughs) I think you would have slipped up at least once. Right. (laughs) I would have. Regardless, like even if you had done it, you would have slipped up. Yeah. One of my favorite things about this episode is Cody was like, okay okay, guys, this is the plan for lunch. Let's all meet up. And that was me in high school, especially on the first day. Yes. You would text all your friends and be like, what lunch? Did you have different lunches? (laughs) <laughs> no, uh, well, in high in middle school we did, but in high school it was just all like the whole class eats at the same time. Oh, really? 
except for when we were doing exams, which like exam lunches are done by which hallway you were in, like when you were taking your class. Mm. I literally posted on Facebook once and was like, does anyone have <laughs> upper D lunch tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Send a smoke signal, something. I was like, please. <laughs> How do I no. eat in the bathroom? <laughs> Did you ever eat in the bathroom? Yeah. Not the poop part. Only one time. And it was because I was already crying from something else that had <laughs> happened. And I didn't want anyone to see. I remember in middle school. <laughs> I remember in middle school, all my friends were in the smart classes. And so mm. uh, they all got to go on this trip on that day. And I wasn't going to have anyone to sit at lunch with me. I begged. I begged my mom to let me skip school so I didn't have to go and yes, eat lunch with myself. The worst. And my mom was like, why? That's dumb. Like, you're going to go to school. And so I called my grandma and I said, please tell mom I don't need to go. I won't have anyone at lunch to sit with. And so guess what? I didn't have to go. Mimi. Mimi. My grandma Mimi. Uh, her, her name is not Mimi. We call her Mimi. Yeah. There's also. Shout out to Mimi. Um, <laughs> Kay Petta Baker. Yes. And so this is our second, uh, Kay Pennebaker. She was in the Fill the Future episode we did a couple weeks ago, and now she's back. Yes. As a sophomore. She's a sophomore, so she says that she can't be seen with Zach because Which is he's a freshman. So freaking dumb. I thought she was going to say junior. If she said junior, I'd be like, okay, yeah. You don't, like, your junior doesn't want to date a freshman. Oh, but this gives Zach some of the best lines in the episode, though. Really? Like, at one, yes, like, at one point, he goes up to her, and he's like, please date me, basically. And she's like, I can't. Like, you're pre-calc, and I'm calculus. And he says, why bring science into this? I didn't think these had any... I thought this was not a strong Zach episode, in my opinion. What? I thought that line oh. was hysterical. Oh, no. Usually, what? I think... Usually, I think Zach and Cody are, like, really good oils for each other and make me laugh like they're like one of the few disney channel shows that the main characters are funny you know because like a lot of disney channel shows the main characters like this the like straight man and the comedy duo yeah yeah other people around them that are zany Zach and cody make me laugh like raven raven but raven's also zany yeah anyway that being said uh in her defense zach does look 12 Yes, he does. He does not look like he's 14. No. So basically, so Miley, so the episode we did last week was um, Hannah Montana, and it was also their first day of high school. Putting p- pictures side by side, Zach and Cody look so much younger than like Miley, Lily, and Oliver. Yeah. And they're I all they like, were. Real- no, they're all around the same age. Well, maybe like a year's difference. Maybe it's the hair. And yeah, the oversized the clothes. All of Zach and Cody's clothes are so oversized. They are. They're already short enough. I know. <laughs> um, so so he like keeps flirting with Kay Panabaker. And is this when he's like her boyfriend comes in? Yeah, they're in the hallway and she has a huge jock, like adult boyfriend. <laughs> right. I said, is this the uh, chemistry teacher? <laughs> No, but it's her jog boyfriend. And the way he said, he was like, I'm her boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and then he throws Zach into a trash can. And the which, way he walked with that trash can. Like a and, turtle. Oh, and, and like a turtle. And he said, sounds like, uh, 
seems like you got a little junk in your trunk. Ha ha ha. But it reminded me of when Becca used to <laughs> tell, not tell us, but she told us this one story how I've never heard this term before. I died laughing when she told me this. When you're in a stall and you're going to the bathroom and there's no toilet paper <laughs> and you got a Donald Duck walk. Donald, Donald Duck in it. it. Donald Duck in it. I got that <laughs> from one of those um, Kate McKinnon like alien abduction SNL sketches. Oh, really? Yeah. So when he walked with that trash can on his butt, I said, he's <laughs> Donald Duck in it. Well, Donald Duck in it, it means if you like have a shirt on and no pants, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. Wait, what? So when I said I had to Donald Duck it to the other bathroom stall, it was because there was no toilet paper, so I was running with my pants around my ankles. Oh, That's what I meant. I, oh, I thought it meant. <laughs> I thought it meant like when you're still have to, when you still have to wipe, and so you're like you don't want like things just things to squeeze and so you're like i mean yes like that too but like duck like how ducks walk like side to side oh i no that's what that's, i thought it meant no that's not like the origin of the phrase oh i thought no shirt no pants is winnie the pooh it is oh but well, the, the way that kate mckinnon used the term in the sketch oh more like that so that's gotcha yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, before all that, before we get too much into this, <laughs> we need to go back and talk about London and Nia for a bit. Oh, yeah. So it's London's first day, and she, Nia is like, you have to stop acting like such a princess or you're not going to make any friends. And London starts handing people what is presumably $100 bills. <laughs> right. To speak to her. And no one really knows who she is. Right? They just think she's just some random rich girl. I guess so, yeah. But... I know for a fact there's episodes of The Sweet Life, Zach and Cody, where London is being chased by paparazzi. Yeah. So it's kind of like, what? Sometimes she's famous, sometimes she's not. Well, maybe, I think just, maybe adults know who she is, but like kids don't. I mean, it's like knowing, I mean, she's based off Paris Hilton. I knew yeah. who Paris Hilton was when I was in I did school. too. I don't, I don't know. I can't explain it. I guess the thing, if it serves the story, she's not known. Yeah. Um, there's this, like, one character who, because London just gives her money. It's, like, her main confidant in this group of girls. Her name's Ellen. Ellen. And she kind of sounds like Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen has very Alison Brie vibes. Interesting. Like, condensed Alison Brie. Yeah. And so, Nia is annoyed at London because she's getting everything that she wants. Mm-hmm. And while Cody, not Cody, while Zach is getting bullied, Nia's like, hey, pick on someone your own size and starts a fight with the with the jock. Yes. Which, of course, causes Mr. Mosby and Carrie to be called to the office. Yeah. So, yeah, Zach and Nia get called to the principal's office. Have you ever been called to the principal's office? Once when I got dress coded. <gasps> oh, that doesn't count. But not for anything like serious. Me either. Me either. Unless I was it was like, like for early dismissal. Right. But I loved how, well, London, not London. Well, they see as, as they're waiting for the principal to talk to them. London has all these gaggles of girls like walking past Nia and Zach and Nia's 
pissed off as you yeah. would be. And of course, Carrie and Mosby are running in and then they have a fight on whose fault it was, Mia or Zags. And we didn't even mention that the principal is played by, do you know who it was played by? Did you catch mm-hmm. it? No. <gasps> Kathy Najimy. Are you serious? That was her. I did not recognize her. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Kathy Najimy is uh, one of the sisters from Hocus, po- from Hocus Pocus. And, so, she's, and She's the one that's not Bette Midler or Sarah or Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker. Parker. And she's also in Sister Act, and she's also in Descendants. Another she Disney is? Channel thing. Becca, Wait, she's, you know this. She's um. She's the evil queen. Right. Yes. 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 And you always see, quote her. You can see her like her New Balance sneakers, like under yeah. Her and you always and you always quote what she says in that movie: "Bitter party of me," or "Bitter party of one." Bitter party of one. <laughs> yeah, I haven't that quoted her. that since two thousand. Yeah, that was Kathy and Jimmy in a short black wig. It may, I just, maybe I just did, I wasn't paying close And she's attention. like a well-known comedian. Yeah. Like a bunch of. And she spends half this episode squawking like a bird at Cole Sprouse. <laughs> right. Right. And I also love how Carrie introduces herself. It's like, hi, I'm Cody's mom. And she's like, no, I called you about Zach. She's like, yeah, I know. But I also like to let do people you know think, I'm also Cody's mom. Do you think Carrie and Mosby are the comedy of this episode? Or do you just think that this episode is not funny? I think this is not a strong Sweet Life episode. I didn't say it was a strong one, but I got a couple like chuckles out of it. Yeah, but Sweet Life, you like, will make. I think Sweet Life. Oh, we talked about this before. I think Sweet Life is one of the smarter Disney Channel shows. Yeah. Or like the smart jokes and stuff. Um, but I thought this was very. I thought the plot moved so fast. Yeah, I think once we get to shaggy brown hair, Carrie, the quality of the show isn't as good either. I mean, this is where they're gearing up for Sweet Life on Deck. And, yeah. Um, but I think Carrie and Mosby are funny. I they're not Carrie's like their funny. funniest in this episode. No, they were very no. funny right right at the end. Oh, with the, uh, the rhinestoning? Mm-hmm. I do have to say, I love how Carrie enters a room the mom yeah because the way she enters the room is like weight is being is pulling her back <laughs> you know what i mean the way she walks in with her like her shoulders back she's like what are you guys doing yes here? and her purse clutched she's like boys but cody boys. also boys she goes please tell me this is wrong whatever yeah well cody does also get in trouble later in the day he does but before he comes to the principal's office because they are friends. Yes. And Ugh. they can't wait to go bird watching. Which the bird buddy talking about watching the blue footed booby. The that what, what, a, what, what? That's what it's called, the blue footed booby. What'd you call me? A blue footed booby. <laughs> you they have blue feet. they have blue feet. But that is a bird, as far as I'm aware, is like only in like South America. Really? Like I don't think there's blue footed boobies in Boston. <laughs> That's the title of the episode right there. Blue for the boobies in Boston. Say that three times fast. Blue for the boobies in Boston. 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 Ah. Dang it. Um, but anyway. So that native, that- native to subtropical and tropical regions of the Eastern Pacific Ocean. So there's no freaking way. It's so random. It is random. Maybe, maybe that's why they're so excited because they know it's rare. 
Well, they're gonna be they're gonna be waiting all day and all night. <laughs> well, were you friends with the faculty like that? So Cody's like best friend. No. No. I had teachers See, that I liked, but I had I've never been like besties with a teacher that's never happened. i mean i remember see my mom worked at my high school yeah so i would go to her office and so all the teachers knew me and i was friend like i would talk to the like teachers who would who were in her like her office area and so i was like hey we remember we one time we watched the the woman at the front desk i would like go sit in her office food chat about like people and talk about like the show like we watched a similar show yeah, we were like, we're like, did you catch last night's episode? Like, yeah. So we I mean, I've, about it. I've totally had conversations like that with a teacher, but I've never been like, see you this Saturday. Like, oh, it was no, never no, no. like that. No. Which no. Cody is fully like, bird buddy. And then they're both like, what? <laughs> yeah, that was Which a I, I would rather die. Yeah. I also love how Bob and now must be a jock. Bob is such a douche in this episode. He is. Like, there is no way that a freshman could show up to school looking as dorky as Bob does and just wear, like, sweats on the first day and try to pass off as a jock and then have some other jock who's, like, a senior presumably go, hey, is this guy bothering you? Right. Like, they would just... Yeah, he thought he was one of them. I said, that's the guy you saw at Pickup last year at the middle school. What's not computing? What's not computing? So, I forget what causes Cody to get into a fight it's something with bob i think he's bob, like trying to talk to bob and then he's like wait no like i used to be friends with him and then something happens between cody and the the jock that it was also bullying zach because he's like he oh, jumps on his oh. back no what happened was cody says something to the jock but in a different language and the jock's like oh. what'd you call me he's like no it means blah 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 and so then he almost starts to beat up on cody but then bob steps in and the jock moves over to Bob, and that's when Cody jumps on his back. And then London is skipping classes and asking a random guy to dress up like her. And also putting a skylight in her locker? Yeah, she basically is like doing a bunch of renovations on her locker. Which, who, how? How could you get a contractor through the front door without some kind of faculty knowing? <laughs> It must be the same contractor that let Rico and Hannah Montana have a monkey in his locker. Very true. <laughs> he went from Malibu to Boston. It's the same shady guy. Same shady guy. So she lands in to see the principal's office as well. And Mosby has to come in for, for that. London. I, I love how Mosby came in for London. I love that. Yeah. And, then, and then Carrie comes in and goes, Cody, please tell me you're picking up some award. <laughs> And no, then Cody, and then Cody's all upset and he thinks Cody. he's not going to be the first doctor lawyer in space. I know. Ugh. Looking back, watching this, I'm so, out of Zach and Cody, I'm so Cody. You want to be a so doctor Cody. lawyer in space? No, I mean, just like the way Cody is, I was so Cody. Of like afraid to get no, in yeah. trouble. Oh my gosh, yes. Like the one time I got like, dress coded, I was like, it's over. It's all over. Right. I said, well, there goes my future. There goes my standing with my family. Everyone's going to yeah. hate me. It's over. I'm going to have to run away. Right. <laughs> Become a clown. <laughs> join, the, join the circus group. Um, 
So then they all end. They all end in detention. All of them. Kind of like a Disney Channel Breakfast Club, if you will. That's what I think they were trying to go for. The Disney Channel Breakfast Club. And the weirdest turn happened when, what's his name? The jock turns to Nia. I have no idea what his name is. I don't, we're just calling him the jock. It's probably like Vance or something, honestly. Oh, wait, well, well, before they all get detention, because Zach and Nia get detention because of the fight. Cody gets detention because of another fight. And then London gets detention because because she... um, Ditches class and is mm-hmm. doing a lot of construction on on the Kathy. School. When Kathy knew Jimmy, principal like tells Cody that he has to do detention, but it's not going to go on his permanent record. Did you see the face he was making when he walked away from the office? He was so he was like, excited. <laughs> it was so funny. It was the most like brain empty smile. Yeah, because <laughs> he saw his la- his life flash for his eyes. Yeah, and then it, well, his brain was probably just wiped clean. <laughs> it was- <laughs> it was. Um, so before that, for some reason, Kay Panabaker just decides, you know what? Actually, Zach, we can have a study day or whatever. The turn is very quick for her being like, you're too young. You're you're cute, but you're young to, you know what? My boyfriend is mean. Yeah, I know it was the first day, but. Yeah, well, they literally every conversation they have is him being like, date me. And she's like, ugh. I want to, but I can't because I'm older than you. And when you get older, I'm still going to be older than you. And he's like, Zach is like, stupid joke. And she's like, ugh. And it happens three times. Exactly. And so then they finally decide to go on a study date or something, whatever. Yeah. So back back to detention with Zach, Cody, Nia, the jock. What should be London, but it's, it's also drag-lin. revealed that it's draglin. And the way he says yay me, he goes, Yay me. <laughs> that made me laugh. That was funny. Because they're like, oh, and London's here. And they, it's this guy who has all this money who just goes, Yay me. <laughs> but the jock comes up to Nia and says something. And she's like, he, What do you want to do? He's basically just like, Do I I want to know if you want to be my girlfriend? Literally, and she's like, "What?" It was. So, like, I was like, "What?" Like, what? Well, okay. But it's very, way- it's a very Raven reaction to the situation. Yeah. Uh, but the way he says, "Your boyfriend," he's like, "Your boyfriend." Oh yeah, Dude. he does do the gasp before, and then he's like, "Your boyfriend," and he's like, "Oh," he's like, "Oh." Well, because he's basically it? he's basically admitting that he has a domination kink. At that point, because he's like, you stood up to me and it was hot and I want to be your boyfriend. And Nia's like, okay. I just hated that. The way he said, yo, your boyfriend. Like someone just punched him. Well, they probably left attention and he was like, spit on me and call me scum. (laughs) My lord. And he's like, okay. (laughs) Mosby has to come back to the principal's office and he's like, you did what? It's like, sorry, don't be too near. No spitting in my lobby. No. Um, why are why are Carrie and Mosby there at the end? Are they just like waiting to pick them up from detention? I think so. And then they bond because Carrie is like Carrie making 
a rhinestone thing and she's like between like zach being in detention so much i knitted like 32 sweaters in an afghan <laughs> <laughs> and then but she has the a big ass rhinestone gun i've never seen in my life something that is from the back room of hobby lobby like how they actually make this stuff and so he she starts rhinestoning and then most people like oh that looks fun can we try can i try and she's like yeah and then it he does it wrong and it hits the principal in the head with the biggest rhinestone i've ever seen in my life right it's like a whole like disc i said how carrie must have a side job working at hobby lobby the tendon must not be paying good because oh she she better not be working at hobby lobby why hobby lobby is very bad really yes oh they're like they're super against birth control and they like somehow stole like ten thousand year old ruins or something it's like it's really weird and yet all they sell is live laugh love right literally (laughs) um and that was the episode it went by i was watching it and i was like what is it did it did go by super quick it wasn't it wasn't memorable it was my least favorite thing we've watched out of all these. I truly thought that this was the episode where the blonde British twin girls show up. Oh. But I think that they were maybe still in middle school when that happened. I'm sure they come back. Cause you no, know, I know they what... do. They were, well, they were only in seven episodes total, like across the whole series. The thing about Disney Channel shows is you'll have one friend in one episode and then the next episode, it's a it's a different friend you've seen before. Right. But the two friends that you've seen are never in the same episode. No, it's like how Raven had a different bully every season. Right. They just can't be on the screen at the same time. So what was your just, I mean, I, I think I made it clear how I thought about this episode. Just kind of boring. Went by slow. Was not Sweet Life's best. And what do you think? Definitely not Sweet Life's best. But I mean, I still generally like enjoyed it because I would... I don't know. I mean, I would much rather watch a bad episode of Sweet Life than a good episode of Shake It Up. Oh. Uh, Is there such a right. thing? No. <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, Hopefully y'all never have to know. Um, so, you know what time it is. It's you know time. What time it is. It's time. Get your reading glasses on. As it's time for my favorite segment. I don't need those to see. Oh, well. Open your eyes. Okay. It's time, for, it's time for your reading Disney Channel. You're reading Disney Channel. This is the segment where we read a scene from a specific TV show episode we're watching. Or this is a so movie. short! I know, this is a short one. This is a short one. You don't need to get... <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only one that I like, really had only two people. I'm sorry. It's okay. So all you need to know is Zach and Cody are walking into the school. It's very short. So you got to listen closely. Otherwise, you'll miss it. All right. Oh, do you want to be Zach or do you want to be Cody? Do you want to live out your Cody dreams or do you want to be the bad boy for once? I mean, I live out my Cody dream every day. True. Because to this day, I'm Cody. So I'll be Zach. Okay. You know, spice things up. Ooh. You know, a little Zach attack for you. Oh. Okay, so all you need to know is this is when Zach and Cody walk into the high school for the first time. And action. Wow. I can get whiplash around here. Look at that one over there. I 
Oh, all these flyers for extracurriculars? Chess club, robot club. Oh, robots who play chess club. Checkmate. You are a dork. No offense. You know, just because you say no offense doesn't excuse the offensive remark that inedibly follows. Well, in that case, you're a dork. Offense intended. <laughs> and scene. And scene. <laughs> it was really short. I know. Uh, but, you know, it's uh, about quality and not quantity. You know? Yeah. It's a good scene. It doesn't have to be 10 pages long. So, like we did with Lizzie, Phil, and Hannah Montana, since it is back to school month, let's grade this episode. I'm going to give this episode a C. Just like a C flat. Really? Yeah. I'm getting in a... I was going to give it a C, but I thought that was me being too mean. Not mean, just like, all right. It, no, I, a C I was is still a, fine. I mean, well, C plus, I guess, because it did make me laugh a couple of times. I was, you know what? I was going to be generous and give it a B minus, but I'll give it a C. No so, need to give it a B minus when it doesn't deserve. No. I just giving it false hope. It's not even that it's like a bad episode. It's just not a good episode of like sweet life. Cause like no. sweet, we hold sweet life to such a standard. Right. So overall, this was the most boring one I watched. And it just didn't. Yeah. I felt like I was just going through the motions. Watching I, that. so I guess with our rankings, I think that means in my order, at least I think Phil of the future was the best one. Uh-huh. And then Lizzie, then Hannah, then sweet life. Yes, I think that is, I think that is my rankings, if I remember correctly as well. The Hannah Montana one would have been higher if it didn't have the monkey. Yes, that's what I, that's what we said. Yeah. So I think my, I think we both agreed on our grades. Yeah, maybe we are pretty much not, like within a point or so. I think I graded Lizzie higher. You did. But it still falls in the range. But I think I still graded Lizzie's higher than the Hannah one. Yes, yeah, same. Uh, so, what is the overall Disney Channel lesson we learned today? My Disney Channel lesson is... If you're going to go bird watching, make sure that the bird that you're looking for is actually native to the region in which you live. Mm. So that That's you don't spend all your time yeah. sitting outside with your principal. Yeah. You know what, that's a good one. Uh, I think my Disney Channel lesson is if you want to reinvent yourself for high school, that's totally fine. But make it believable that right. if someone looking at you, it makes sense. Like, and I'm don't not like going... drop your friends for it either. Right. Take them along for the ride. Yeah. Come on. Let's be generous here. All right, Becca. If people want to see what you do while you wait for the principal to call you into the office, where can they find you? <laughs> You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca. That is H-E-Y-O. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Becca Stogner, as well, for all of my Robin Williams reviews and vinyl record content. Also check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. If the name piques your interest, that's probably all you need to know. <laughs> and you can find me at on Instagram at Real Hunter Martin, Twitter, H Cameron Martin. And if you want to follow this very podcast, The Time Machine, on any social medias, we're on all of them. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Just type The Time Machine Podcast, you'll find us. Uh, rate and review us. 
leave us a comment. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. DM us. We love talking with everyone. We want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we have making it. So there you have it. I guess class is out of session. It's that class, was... is, class is in session. Well, class is over. But it's not, yeah. Well, back to school month is over. Back to school month just, is over. It just, it's that time of the year where you're in enough of the swing of things that it doesn't feel new and it starts to feel like work. Right. What was your overall, before we actually close this month, what is your overall feelings about the episodes we watched as a whole? How, how do you think they really showed the first day of school? The thing and, and, that... and, and, and the Disney Channel way, I guess. In the Disney Channel way, the thing that I thought was the best about most of them is how well they conveyed that sense of going into a new school year or a new grade and feeling mm-hmm. like you're absolutely hot shit when you absolutely are not. Yes. That was conveyed very well. The, some of the situations were a little bit unbelievable. In fact, I would say <laughs> most of them were. But, right. I mean, it's not the Disney Channel if you don't have a little bit of that. Right. But on the whole, there was definitely, there was good moments in, in every single one. Right. I agree. I think the the episode we watched really, I think especially the, the feelings of going from middle school to high school, mm-hmm. the specifically talking about the Hannah Montana Sweet Life episode is them going to high school and how excited they are. I think out of those two, talking about high school, Hannah Montana was really hit it a little yeah. bit more because they were like, we're high schoolers now. We got to we gotta act cool. We got to be more. Uh, and it's funny thinking about all the different ways it was people's first day in these episodes. So Lizzie, we had first day of eighth grade where you're like top tier and you're like, I'm going to share all my advice. Mm-hmm. And for Phil, the future, you have people who've never been to school. Kind of like going from homeschool to public school. And then for Hannah Montana and Sweet Life, you have people's first day high school, which is yeah, a whole different cool. ballgame. Then you have, yeah. So I think out of all those, we, we kind of hit how it feels to be, everyone's kind of on the same playing field on the first day, but not at the same time. Right. It's all it's all new, but in different ways for different people. And thankfully, I don't have to go any first days of school anymore. Amen to that. Those were stressful. All right. And um, with that, no more first day of school for us celebration, I guess. No, it's just <laughs> every day. Every day is the same old day. And until next time, <laughs> we will see you later, time travelers. Poco your seatbelts.